A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Day 61 of the program. How are we doing? Are we, um, do we have staying power? Right? Are we feeling good? Are we getting a little program fatigue? Sometimes program fatigue can set in where you're just like tired of showing up and doing the things you need to do every day. Um, this is where you kind of got to, you know, just kind of find some of that energy, you know, reassess your why. Why are you here? Um, especially because summer. So yesterday was the first day of summer. Um, the weather is nice and barbecues have been turned on and, you know, drinks and uh, patios and all those amazing things that come with summer. Um, I want you to be able to enjoy your summer, right? There, there's absolutely a way that you can enjoy summer and all the yummy bites of bits that come with it and still stay focused on getting one step closer and actually reaching your goals. It's pretty cool because at this point, you know, you have a lot of things really working for you. Your body wants this fat gone just as much as you do. You have strength in your mind-body connection. The tweaks that we have moving forward are super cool. So next week, uh, we're going to be revamping the food plan. So this is where we start to make changes to it. We're going to switch things up. You're going to have a lot more flexibility, especially in terms of those snacks. The star of the meal is going to be switched around. Uh, so protein will now be the focus at lunch for those vegetables, the star of the show in the evening. Uh, bumping up that protein and fat to feed into your satiety hormones, something that you would have learned by separating those proteins from those carbs this week. And if you didn't have an opportunity to do that, that's okay. And then towards the end of the program, really eating in tune to your body's needs. Um, personalizing the plan, it's called, um, you might have heard me talk about it or some of our returning members reference it. Um, it's super cool. Um, you don't want to be following some weird ass food plan formula for the rest of your life, uh, not only to not lose weight, but also, you know, to to be able to maintain your weight. At some point, there has to be an end game to your weight loss journey. You are going to reach your goals. And when you get there, you you want to just, you know, eat when you're hungry, drink when you're thirsty, sleep when you're tired, have your body tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat, be super calm around food and your food choices. If you choose to indulge, it's because you have chosen to indulge. You don't have that space in your brain. What am I going to eat? What am I not going to eat? You know, should I eat that? Should I eat this? Like, I don't do that, right? If I'm going to eat something and I'm going to overeat it, I'm like, this shit is delicious and I'm going to overeat it. And then later when, you know, my belly is all upset or I'm feeling <laughs> like I ate too much. I'm like, oh yeah, that was so good. And then the next day when I wake up, I don't say to myself, why did I do that? I say, oh my goodness, that was so good. And then I just get right back at it, just right back at it, move it along. So back on track is also a technique that we're going to be implementing um, or introducing rather. If you are a new member and you've heard us talk about back on track, back on track is a technique that refers to the original few weeks of the program that is going to be so ingrained at this point because you're still following it uh, eight weeks in. And whenever you do find yourself indulging, you're completely going off the rails. The, the same rhyme and reason behind the food plan formula that's effective for getting that scale to move is effective for helping your body get over or recover from any indulgences. So you're just going to live your life and you find yourself indulging to the point that you feel it, 
something you're going to implement back on track. So my point is we get a lot more to cover over the next few weeks for sure. So if you are kind of feeling like, oh, wah, wah, this is like taking forever. This is just going on. I don't know, you know, how much passion I have for this anymore. Really focus on that. Why? We talked about that yesterday. You know, why are you here? Right. Remember how you felt before you started and all the things that you've accomplished along the way. That's why also just kind of keeping track of those non-scale victories can be super motivating. All right. Let's get into your questions. Let's see where you're at today. I've definitely had program fatigue, but taking short breaks when needed has helped me go on. Hi, Jessica. Yeah, I mean, first of all, Jessica did a great Spill the Tea segment uh, with us. So I highly suggest uh, in our previous group that you take time to uh, listen to the segment that we did with her. It's available over on our podcast, Way In With Gina. It's such a good one. She talked about how um, she was looking at the journey as like one big, long, consecutive journey as opposed to group to group to group, right? really all part of the process. Um, it's a, an interesting way to frame the process because, uh, you know, there is no real start again. There is no real fresh start, especially with your weight loss journey. It's just showing up and you keep doing the things until you get there, you know? Um, good morning. Yep. A little fatigue here, but powering through. Yeah, I think it's, you know, I, not that I want to point it out, but I just think that, you know, it's just, it's normal to feel like, oh my goodness, you know, like this is taking forever, especially with where we're at kind of in that messy middle. And I think it's good to acknowledge that and also normalize it too. I think it's good to normalize it that we're not all going to be like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. I'm having the best time. This is so great. Even if you, the scale is moving and grooving for you, even if you are racking up all those non-scale victories, which is really exciting, you can have moments where you're just like, ah, this shit is taking forever. Uh, hi, Pamela. Good morning. I'm going to try to stay, try, try and stay in this morning. Silly day. Job gets in the way. I know how you feel. <laughs> Good morning, but feeling summer cold sick. Oh, Beverly, that's the worst. Summer colds are just, just not right. Summer colds are not right. That's for sure. Um, everyone asking how Christy Boyd is this morning. How Christy, how you doing? See, I love our community. I love our community. Angela, good morning. Uh, so good news. I hit my lowest low this morning. Yay. Bad news. I got my blood work back and it wasn't what I was expecting. My cholesterol was up. My A1C was up, but my cardiac inflammation went way down. So I'm all kinds of puzzled. I am not. I'm all kinds of puzzled. I have an integrative doctor's appointment Tuesday. So lots of questions to ask. Okay. So this is something that people don't talk about is how uh, losing weight can mess with your cholesterol levels and your cholesterol levels can actually be up, especially after losing a significant amount of weight, especially depending on when you're getting tested. So this is actually something that's quite normal. You can Google it. Um, we talk about this with Dr. Paul uh, in previous. I don't know if we talked about him, about it with him yet. Um, when we have him back towards the end of the program, we usually have this discussion about continuing supplements. Should you continue to take them and whatnot? Um, but this is actually a pretty normal normal occurrence uh, when you've lost weight to have your cholesterol levels up. So I'm not saying don't be too concerned about it um, because I obviously I don't know your I don't want to be I'm out diagnosing or prescribing or doing any of those things because I don't know your individual situation. Um, but that is the, the fact that your inflammation went down, which is good, um, and your cholesterol levels are up. Um, that's not necessarily unusual. Believe it or not, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. There's a, you know, it's kind of like pregnancy, you know, pregnancy, it's not actually 10 months, not nine months. And, you know, you, you, no one tells you anything about what real pregnancy is actually like. It's like, it's all lies. 
it's all lies. Um, so is weight loss. You know, things like, you know, a lot of people having to have their gallbladder removed. That's that's the diet industry's dirty little secret. Um, gall, a gallbladder uh, removal um, surgeries are like, I don't know, like the hottest thing now because people are losing weight through these quick fix diets. Um, that's that's going to be a side effect of taking Ozempic for sure. Um, any of these kind of quick fixes, um, what those same toxins that are stored in your, your, your fat cells, which make you feel like garbage when your body's releasing fat, they, what happens when you burn the fat and force the body to burn fat, um, is that they gunk up your gallbladder and then you have to get your gallbladder removed. It's, you really have to get organs removed because you've been successful at weight loss. I know there's quite a few people listening right now that happened to, and again, it's not your fault because, you know, the diet industry told you this is the diet. This is how it's done. You know, eat less, exercise more, starve yourself, all those things. Um, and you get rewarded by having to get your gallbladder removed. Um, hi, Diane. Super proud of myself. Ben and Jerry's was free in my building yesterday, and I wanted to participate for just a spoonful. I didn't want the cup. I'm not craving sugar. So relaxed around ice cream. Yeah. Normalize. Let's normalize not normalize not eating the whole thing because you don't want the whole thing. Do you know that like if you get an ice cream like I always get the kid size one I get the little mini cup or like the little tiny sugar cone because I do like a little bite of the sugar cone um normalize that right normalize taking the donut if someone brings donuts into the office or whatever normalize taking one and only eating a quarter like you're still entitled to that diet and the experience sorry donut and the experience like donut let's face it right a donut is not um adding value to anyone's life so you're eating a donut because it tastes yummy Right. That's why you're eating it, because <laughs> it's giving you any kind of like nutrient value. Um, so you're eating the donut for the experience. Someone brings in donut. It's a treat. And you're entitled to take a donut, even if you're going to have a little quarter of it, because your enjoyment is going to be just the same. You're going to you maybe don't want to eat the whole thing, but that doesn't mean you can't have a donut. Right. And then you just eat your little piece of your donut. I do this all the time. Someone brings donuts in the house. I take a little piece and then I usually I cut it off with a knife now as opposed to breaking it off with my fingers. And then I leave the the rest for somebody else and then no one has to ask who who ate a piece of this donut because hey it's me um so you're entitled to that let's let's normalize the ice cream too like take the ice cream if someone's given free ice cream take it you're not that's the thing you're not wasting it by not putting it in your body when you didn't need it in the first place you know so i love that being being calm or being calm being calm that's all part of it finally a day off so i can watch a live live hi melissa listen to the podcast religiously but happy to be here in real time yeah there's something to be said about i think the community vibe and energy when you are actually listening to it live you know most people do download or on our podcast and listen to it later or watch later but it's always nice to join it live especially when you're seeing the con- the conversation happening behind the scenes that's the best part i'm boring over here it's the conversation that you guys are having behind the scenes so if you if you've only been if you have access to the facebook support group and you have not been popping in um, and you are listening to the podcast or you are just using the app, which is amazing because, I mean, that's why we're designing it. So literally millions of people can follow along and do the program. But there's something to be said about the community and the conversation that is actually happening behind the scenes, which is really cool. A lot of insightful uh, conversation happening and good tips. Hi, Tanya. Fourth program here. Uh, and good is just not a thrill. It, and good is just not a thrill like it used to be. I enjoy it, but I don't have the same impact it used to be. Yeah. So it shouldn't. It shouldn't. So, so I was, I was, I, who was I watching? Who was I listening to? They were talking about people in their history and past traumas. 
And like, do you have a, you know, you have that friend who's always like, it's always drama. And even when there's no drama going on, they just create their own drama. And it's because that's all they've known is drama. It's like some people, some people function at life, um, you know, like the, the hurt, the, the, the vibe that they're putting out is like an Adele song. You know, there's kind of going through. And then there's some people who are like vibing to Metallica all the time. It's just always got something going on. And so it's a big part of that is habit is like the, the, like the, the vibe that you're like really, truly the vibe that you're putting out there and your associations. So with dieting, for example, there can be a lot of feels on that. Try a diet, fail a diet, lose the quick amount of weight, gain it back. The, the wanting to, you know, the wanting to like, it's the win is in having started diet again. And then you get that initial payoff. And then there's a lot of feels and a lot of emotions tied into that, that you're probably used to. And as you just kind of show up and just keep doing what you're doing, it just, it's like this sense of like, it's just something that you're doing, right? It's like boredom, right? So it's like, you know, sometimes when people don't have a lot going on, when things are quiet, they think that they're bored when in reality, it's just, it's just peace. It's just peaceful, just quiet. It's just peaceful. And if you're not used to that, it can seem like it's like you're bored, you know, rather than just embracing the fact that you're in a peaceful env- environment because, you know, people aren't fighting, people aren't screaming, people aren't, you know, it's not loud, it's not like whatever, right? So there's something to be said about just kind of um, routine, you know, like routine, like prioritizing yourself every day. It's not as eventful because you just do it and it's part of your life every day drinking your water every day. You're just getting it in rather than needing to maybe count and measure your, your, your water, you know, making sure that you're getting it in, managing your stress. Maybe, maybe rather than being like stressed, like crazy, you're kind of like calmed down a lot and you're taking time throughout the day to manage it or movement. Movement used to be this real internal struggle. You're like, I should do this and I should do that. And maybe now you're just doing it. So it's all become part of your norm, you know? So, so not necessarily a bad thing to have it be like, I'm not as excited this time around because you know you're doing it you're 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 normalizing it that's the word of the day today i think is normalizing it i'm not saying that's what happened happening but it very well could be we're just kind of normalizing that you are just doing the things that you need to do and it's just a matter of keep showing up and, and keep doing them you know uh just keep showing up keep showing up i had to cinch up my duty belt last night hi leah that's not that's definitely a non-scale victory for sure Good morning. Hi, Suzanne. I just started a new round of antibiotics yesterday. Tummy not feeling too great this morning. I will increase my water and split my meals as much as possible. I'm here. I'm showing up. I love that. Hello. I hope that you feel better. I hope you feel better. Hi, Anne-Marie. Good morning. I'm up and down like a yo-yo for the past two weeks. Okay. I reviewed my journal and noticed that I have been eating eggs, which years ago I was told I had a food sensitivity, going to remove them from my diet if that makes a difference. You know, I love this. So food sensitivities are a real thing. We've talked to Dr. Paul. Everyone who goes and gets tested is the same thing. They are sensitive to eggs and to nuts and to this and to that. It's usually all the same thing because we're all human. We all have a body and these foods are harder to process and digest. So it doesn't necessarily come down to the fact that you can't eat them or you're sensitive to them. It could be that your digestive system isn't strong enough to handle them. And so that's really where you want to look. Maybe you would benefit from adding in some digestive bitters, uh, maybe a probiotic, prebiotic. So maybe go back and watch that conversation that we had with Dr. Paul might be a good one for you to have. But food sensitivities are real. 
And so this is why I love keeping a journal. We actually, one of the posts in the group the other day was let's revisit journaling and not just to keep you accountable and for the scale and all of those things, but to, to bring, you know, to, to bring to light if you are noticing any, you know, changes in or, or because you're more in tune when you are eating something that it's bothering you. I always tell the story of the popcorn. So when I was in university, um, um, my fingers would bleed. I get all these blisters and I couldn't figure it out. I creams and shots and you name it and going to the doctor, eczema, psoriasis, this, that, whatever. And I, I suffered for a really long time. I got better towards the end when I, the end of my university career. And now I realized I look back, it's a popcorn allergy. And to this day, it still happens whenever I have popcorn or corn in general and I have corn. Or there's corn in something, I can I can eat it. I don't go into like anaphylactic or nothing like that. Um, but my fi- fingers blister, but they blister three days later. And every time I go to the movies, I'm I'm eating. I don't order popcorn because I can't. But I end up eating Tony's. <laughs> I end up eating Tony's popcorn, and I think I'm gonna get away with it. Listen, this has been happening for what 20, 30, 30 years, uh, thirty years now. I think I'm gonna get away with it. And sure enough, my fingers start to itch a couple days later. And I'm like, ah, why do I do that? So so it's not always an immediate response, and that's where like um a, an allergy you might notice like right away, whereas sensitivity you might notice a couple days later. So keeping a journal of the what's happening to you is can help give you great insight and then yeah take it out christy boy there we go good news for my cardiologist yesterday lost a med and one was cut in half yay me i needed that win with this organ infection i was feeling like the universe was out to get me well the uh comment section christy are just uh full of well wishes for you so you got a lot of positive vibes and energy uh coming your way this morning Hi, Karen. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Because uh, we have the most amazing community. I just have to say that again. Honestly, it's such a gift to be part of... It's such a gift to wake up every morning. And, you know, I have days where I'm just like, ah, I just rolled out of bed. I don't know if you can't tell. Um, we all have our days. And just to be able to show up knowing that it's this like safe, positive space is is honestly such a gift. It's such a gift. Uh, a gift, gift, gift. I've been noticing a huge non-scale victory this time around. I've not okay wait wait so what i gotta go back to sorry i gotta i digress i gotta go back to Anne marie and the egg situation so i'm up and down like a yo-yo the past two weeks so also up and down up and down up and down um you know check your water right make those adjustments um with those summer tweaks especially with the um with you know the the warmer temps and what's going on so i love that you're looking into the eggs which is great but also like where is your body at what are you what are you doing maybe like if you've done a program before what what can you do differently this time like really Really assess where you're at now, not what you've done before in order to um, drop the weight, but what you're doing now, right? So maybe you've added in exercise or been more active the last couple of weeks. And so your body's in flames or retaining water because of that. So, so really go into kind of breaking it down. What is going on? And that's where that maximizing checklist is really good. It's really good. Okay, back to Karen. I've been noticing a huge non-scale victory this time around. I have not lost any weight. However, I've been under total stress and still am trying hard to deal with it and have found a counselor whom I see for my first appointment next Wednesday on my birthday. A happy birthday gift to me. Back to the non-scale victory. My skin seems like it's becoming more pliable and moisturized. I always had a lot of wrinkles on my neck and they seem to have lessened. I'm so happy about that. Yeah, so this is so this is your body taking time to adjust to your new weight, including your skin that is regenerating around your new frame. This is why losing weight in a healthy way uh, just hits different because you lose it in layers, which allows the body to regenerate that skin around your new frame. We're, we're going to have Dr. Rice is going to be joining us again. Um, he's a pl- world-renowned plastic surgeon. We're so lucky to have him. 
He's amazing and he's so fun. Um, we have real honest conversations with him about skin and we're going to be talking to him about this. But always, so what happens in that that second phase that finally and forever, so just lose your weight, solidify your weights, test the waters, move on, finally and forever, which we're going to talk more about towards the end of the program because we're still focused on losing right now. But that second phase is all about taking the time to solidify your weight. And what happens is this is where your body adjusts to your new weight. So after you're done losing, like two, three months will go by and people will start calm, start commenting on how much more weight you've actually lost Um, and it's not that you have lost any more weight it's just your body's had time to adjust and one of the things that your body's working on is regenerating the skin around your new frame Um, you know the the water the healthy nutrient-rich foods like and I give you an example because you cut your hand and then you don't sit there and look at it and be like oh my gosh is my hand gonna heal like is it gonna heal you just know your hands gonna heal so your skin is always regenerating and rejuvenating all the time Friday. Hi, Rihanna. Uh, feeling renewed motivation today after catching up on the Spill the Tea and Dr. Beverly session this week. Oh, I love that you saying that. Honestly, the Spill the Tea conversations are a must, even if you want to skip past Kim and I. Because <laughs> I think listening to Kim and I talk about the, the tweak is helps get you that deeper level of understanding, right? That it's just not in print anywhere. And otherwise the book would be 4 million pages long. (laughs) Jet would be 4 million pages long. But our guests, we had the most amazing, we had the most amazing guests. Liz Machado um, was our guest this week. All of our guests are amazing. Jason was amazing. All of our guests, honestly, have amazing. And I think it's so important to hear from real people um, about their very real journeys. And you're going to you're going to you're going to be able to relate to them. You're going to have aha moments. And I love that you said about Dr. Beverly too, because that that's been such a missing element in my program for a while. Is because I like to stay in my lane. I think it's very important that I do that. I'm really good at helping people lose weight. I'm really good at figuring out what people need to do in order to lose weight. But I'm definitely, I'm not a doctor. I am not a hormone expert. I am not a psychologist. I am none of those things. Although I've made it a point to learn a lot about those things. And I have toyed with going and getting my, I originally in first year university took psychology, psychology 101. And I thought, oh, this shit is amazing. And I want to go into it. Uh, but by the time I was kind of stuck on, I was going to go, anyway, I was going to go into something else. Um, and I didn't end up doing it. And for years, I have toyed with going back and getting us my psychology degree because I thought it would be a perfect complement to what I am doing. And, you know, life kids, four kids makes that very difficult. And then, of course, my ex got sick and then I had four kids that I was pretty much raising on my own. And, you know, that made it pretty much impossible for me to do anything uh, other than really work hard to pay the bills. And so my point, my point is, is that I love, like, it doesn't have to be me. And this is why we're on the hunt for amazing guests, because, you know, I think there's so much to be offered from actually hearing from other people other than me all the time. Uh, And Dr. Beverly has just brought a whole new element um, and insight to this process. Um, She's just fabulous. The way that she can break things down and make it make sense. Um, I just, you know, it's so insightful to listen to the guests, listen to the guests segments, meaning the guests, our members that we have on, listen to our guest experts and read those science Saturday posts. I'm telling you, those three in combination above and beyond what we're doing in the group is going to be an absolute game changer. It's going to be a game changer, game changer, ready to make the choices for who I want to be through the weekend and onwards. (laughs) 
Yeah, I saw one of those motivational post things on Instagram this morning about, you know, be the person, like, act like the person you want to be, you know? Like, and that's if we have the vision of what our best life and I think that's the problem with our best life is like, it's this thing that we're chasing. And your best life is the fact that you're still here and you're alive right now. If you're alive, you're living your best life today. Um, and But there are things that we um, want to do and changes that we want to make and kind of live that life, like fake it till you make it, you know? So if you don't want to get up and exercise every morning at 5.30, but you do want to be that person who gets up and exercises at 5.30 in the morning, just get up at 5.30 in the morning. That's a start, right? Get up at 5.30 tomorrow. Put your, put your workout clothes on. Go Maybe instead of going to the gym, maybe go for a walk. Like start it. Be that person, you know? Be that person. Be that person that you want to be. Um, good morning. The video quality is way better this morning. It's nice to see you clear again. Yeah, so so we're trying a variety of different things. We're trying to get the sound quality um, more improved. Um, with live segments, it can be hard because of internet connections, other people's inter- internet connections, the weather. So many things factor in, but we're doing our best. We're doing our best. We're doing our best. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone's saying hi to Christy. Um, so our second fridge to ride yesterday. Need more room for all the fresh things in the house. Hi, Brenda. <laughs> and those summer drinks. And those summer drinks. And those summer drinks. I tried on a wedding dress, hi Christine, a uh, wedding dress with my mom this week and it felt so good to like the way I was looking. Oh, I'm 30 years old and I'm almost 20 pounds down in my first group. What is this witchcraft? Yeah, right? Isn't that, isn't it great? That's the thing about this program. Once you do it and you get it, you think, why isn't everybody doing this? Because it just makes sense. Um, and it's amazing how it really does all come together for you, especially moving forward. And, and, and we're, what we're going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks is the crunch that we're all feeling in the time that we have left, right? And the pressure that we're going to be putting on ourselves because there's only going to be like four weeks left. But those same four weeks we come into the program, we have all these expectations and we're expecting the world and we're so hopeful and all that. that you should shift that to the end of the program for sure. Um, it's your body. That's the witchcraft is the fact that your body is not, it doesn't want to lug around a bunch of extra fat. It wants you to feel your best. It wants you to look your best. It wants you to live your best life. It wants you to live as long as possible. Like your body, every freaking second of the day, millisecond of the day is doing its best to keep you alive, man, you know? But we get into the sense that our bodies hate us. And then it's just one diet after the next, after the next, after the next tanks your metabolism. It's, it separates you from yourself and that mind body 
body connection. You know, you're ignoring everything, all your body's cues. You're trying to starve yourself when you're hungry. Like, it's just so messed up. And the, the diet industry has so bought into this one way of losing weight. They just doubled down on it. And now it's like, well, now the new thing with calories in versus calories out is people aren't tracking properly. So again, they're putting it, putting on the onus. All these, all these new little kids coming out of school. I can say that because I'm 50 now. Are doubling down on like I went to the obesity conference and they, <laughs> and I, I'm listen. I'm all about innovation, right? And I got so excited about going to see, the, listen to this talk on what's new and upcoming in the diet industry. And it was like cold water submersion. I'm just like, what? Huh? How? What? That's what you got? That's what you got? Cold water submersion? That's that's what you got. We talk about this in the fat post, right? How you can try to trick your 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 white cells to turn into brown cells and beige cells, like all of that. And I was just like, how is this going to help anybody on a large scale? Like, what, are we all going to go get those ice baths and put them in our house? Or what the actual F is happening here? Anyway, I talked to the same guy later and bless him. I'm not saying anything about him because you believe what you believe. And he just doubled down on calories in versus calories out. He's like, well, that's really, truly the only way is calories in versus calories out. I'm just like, you know, just to see a young person, you know, I'd like to present them with us, real people, real people trying to lose the same 20, 40 pounds for 20 years. Do you mean done all the diets? How much less can I eat? How much more can I exercise? And I still can't lose weight. Tell me again, it's calories in versus calories out. So now they're doubling down on, well, we're, we haven't been tracking properly this whole time. It's all our faults because we're not really counting the right way. We're not really tracking the right way. Um, we are saying that we're eating less than we actually are. So now they're just doubling down and put it back on us. It's fucking hilarious. Um, but we know better. We know better. We know better. It's hard to be hungry when we are splitting meals. It doesn't allow for much hunger because we are eating so often. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, it's normal not to be hungry because that was Tanya replying to Tina. My concern is I'm just never hungry. I set alarms to eat or I just wouldn't eat. Yeah. So there's a couple things going on with that. I am one of those people who can go all day long without eating if I'm focused on something because I can be like, oh shit, it's four o'clock. I haven't eaten anything today. So I, and that's just, that really hasn't changed for me since I've lost my weight um, because your brain has this capacity to help you stay focused on something. So when you are really focused on something, your brain supports you and says, holy shit, she must be really into something. Let's support her in this. So you stay focused on whatever it is that you're focused on and then your body won't tell you that you're hungry and you need to eat and all those things. The the thing is that, that, you know what that that also means? It means I'm a very stressed person (laughs) because we're not supposed to be that focused on shit every single day. I mean, that is for when you go hunting and you're trying to like, you know, hunt the animal and stay focused and something not on every freaking day of your life. You're that focused. Um, so if you know you do this, then you might have to be very mindful on the back end. If that was your that I'm, I'm going to guess that's one of your issues coming in and why your body felt the need to store fat is that you go long periods of time without eating and your body has to get energy from somewhere. So it's constantly dipping into your fat reserves. And then when you do eat, your body t- takes what it needs and stores the rest of fat to be used later. This is very typical of men and they're the big the big beer belly, which is not a beer belly. I call it the businessman belly because that's what they do. They go all day long without eating high stress lack of sleep and all of that. Um, But also just in following this program in general, you are eating so often. It it does take your body time. Like it takes your body 
Fruits, for example, can break down 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Your your vegetables, um, your raw vegetables can take an hour and a half, nuts, hour and a half to, to process and digest. Certain meats can take like five up pork, red meat, five hours plus to, to break down in your digestive system. So if you think about it, if we're eating so often, we're, we're not even really allowing the body time to process and digest your food before you're having another snack. So, um, and, and sometimes people's timelines, by the time they're, like your body will usually tell you you're hungry when your energy levels start to to start to decline, knowing it's going to give you a lot of time to find the food, prepare the food, eat the food, digest the food. So hunger is not an immediate need for food. Your body is giving you a heads up. So uh, with this program, we're always, we're kind of getting ahead of that, right? So your body will check in with you at a certain level and say, hey, you might want to start thinking about eating because our energy levels are draining. Well, with this program, we're constantly keeping our energy levels up because we're always something. We're always eating something coming down the pipeline. Some people will f- notice that they get extra hungry, and their body's like, "Just make it, make sure you eat," because we're working really hard here. Or they'll notice their tummy grumbling, and they'll think that that is hunger. When in reality, it's just usually your migrating motor complex kicking. So it's normal to not be hungry. Hi, Suzanne. My cholesterol was elevated a little as well, but my doctor wasn't concerned because of my weight loss. Yeah, so earlier we were talking about how someone went to go get some blood results and their inflammation was down, which was great, but their cholesterol levels were up. And this is something we've discussed before, and it's actually quite normal for your cholesterol up. Now, I'm not saying don't, like, you don't, my advice is not trump your doctor's advice, but that's something you might want to look into um, and let your doctor know that you've lost weight. And if you have, that could be a reason why your cholesterol levels will up. And then after you give your body time to solidify that weight, that two to three months to allow your body to adjust to you. This is, a, this is part of allowing your body to adjust to your new weight is, is things like that, like your cholesterol, right? So, so, so it's, it can be normal. So I love that you said that, Suzanne. Margaret, lowest low today, down 42 pounds since the winter group. The struggle bus was parked outside my house this program. I reached out. Julie DeRoche from your team responded. I got on the bus. Love the program. Yeah. Yeah. If you if that struggle bus is parked outside of your house, get on the bus. It's there waiting for you to jump on so you can keep moving forward and deal with whatever you need to deal with, you know, whatever you need to do with. Reach out. I love that you said that uh, Julie was here for you. We do have the, the most amazing team. Honest to goodness, we really really, really, really do um, have the most amazing team of, of really caring people who've been through the program, who've been where you are, who understand it. They just want you to follow through and finish and feel as good as they do. You know, it, it really, it, it, it feels good to feel good, but what feels even better is helping people really make real change and feel good. So please reach out if you at any time pop into the Facebook support group, ask, ask for help. We're here for you. Yesterday, uh, yesterday I was at my lowest low and when I took my dog for a walk, I got tangled in his leash and took a bad flip. Today, I am sore and up two pounds. No, well, that's Tony and I don't know what that's like because our dogs are crazy. They're legit crazy. We need to retrain our dogs. Uh, my one dog is old, Jasmine. She's like, well, she's 11. And then I have Mika, who's, I don't know, she's four now. We keep calling her a puppy and make, giving that excuse, but she's, she's four. And uh, she's the kind of dog we took her to puppy school, but she just wouldn't listen to us. And um, now we need to train them because the leashes are always getting caught up, especially when one of us is trying to scoop the poop. And then next thing you know, it's chaos. So anyway, I know how that can happen. Um, I hope you feel better. I love that you're recognizing your body's in stress, right? Your weight is up. Your body is sore. Totally normal. Drink that water. Get lots of rest. Yesterday. Oh, that's you, Tricia. Um, Also, it's not just, you know, what a way to go down. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm laughing because it reminds me of my mom. Uh, my mom re- recently broke her wrist. I'm not going to tell people how she did it. Um, but yeah. Um, good morning. I agree with Jessica that this will be a continuous journey for me. Also, a fitness instructor buddy asked me to come talk to her exercise group about the program because she's so wowed by what she's seeing and happening to my buddy. Oh, I I love that. Sharing is caring. I love that. Sharing is caring. Uh, hi, Joan. Have to have a colonoscopy next week, and I'm very worried about the preparation required. Uh, you're not the first. You won't be the last. We've had a lot of people run through the program needing to get a colonoscopy. I, I got to get one. I gotta, I'm, first thing I'm doing is doing that poo test. I can see it. It's been sitting on my desk for two months. I, I, I've got to get that done. I did book my mammogram, and I'm going in on Monday, so I got that done. If you've heard me talk about that. Mammogram is booked. Next thing I need to do is collect my poop. Um, hardly any food for two days prior. She says I can have white rice, white bread, no nuts or seeds for five days prior to test. No fruit with skin, no strawberries, raspberries or any fruit seeds. What can I eat? Ah, so worried. Well, first of all, what's more important is you go in and get tested. That's that is the most hands down. The most important thing that you need to do right now is doing what you need to do to go and get tested. Then you can put that behind you and it's not going to stop you from reaching your goals, right? Um, you're not going to get fat from eating rice or eating white bread or not eating any of the things. It's not enough. Five days is not enough time for your body to do anything about anything. Um, you know, so make a plan. I love that you have your list. So what can you eat? Maybe you can have some applesauce, for example. Right. Can you have eggs? Uh, I can have white rice, white bread, no nuts or seeds. I don't. You could probably have some eggs uh, or egg whites for breakfast. You can have some applesauce. Um, you know, maybe you could have some yogurt in lieu. Of, the, the good thing is we're actually going to switch things up next week. When are you going next week? So if you have the app, look ahead to week nine guidelines. If you have the book look ahead. Um, we're actually going to switch things up. That's going to give you a lot more flexibility. So if you want to, and still, it's still a benefit to add in those nuts and seeds. However, you do have flexibility. So you could have some, um, you could have some yogurt in the afternoon instead of those nuts and seeds if you want. So, so let the team know what's going on. Let them know what you can have, what you can't have. And this is where the team will help you figure it out. But next week, next week, things are changing. So it's going to give you a lot more flexibility. So don't stress. Don't stress. Hi, Jennifer. Good morning. My first live this round. Hello. I thought I was managing my stress okay, but then my hormones got so to whack that I had a very noticeable symptoms. Made this week extra rough, but I learned that I'm not coping like I thought I was. I have a day off work today, so I'm going to clear my space at home and listen to some podcasts and hopefully figure some stuff out. Um, I can really relate to this. I can really relate to this. Um, I can really relate to this because I, my stress has been crazy. Oh, you, you can notice it. I just, I even just, I know you guys are going to say I look great, but I'm really just doing my best to show up every day. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I am here. But man, that, that stress one is so tough. This, this I learned, I've learned so much about stress. Um, I've learned so much about stress in the in the last little bit, especially since the pandemic, and talked to so many people. Women, especially, were the worst. Um, I remember I talked to someone who's like stress. She's like, "No, I'm not stressed. I'm, I'm just like, well, what about this?" And and then literally 
she sent me an email and she's like just got a divorce so and also selling her house plus she has a kid that was dealing with something i can't remember plus and the list went on and i was just like wait <laughs> i'm stressed reading your list of things that you're not stressed about uh and i'm the worst because i love what i do i love what i do and so i use that as an excuse to be like well i love what i do so i can't be stressed um when in reality there's a, there's a lot of new stresses in my life I, i've got young adults with mental health issues that's so stressful um i love them but are they is it stressful yes um you know my business it's growing so excited i love my team is it stressful to make sure that i run a successful company so i can continue to pay these lovely people's paychecks yes ah is it stressful i love helping people lose weight but when i have thirty thousand people sign up for a program is that stressful that they all reach their goals yeah <laughs> it's a, it's a, <laughs> and then like people have to lose weight because my business and my employees my team i don't like calling them employees team my team's paychecks depended on that and then you break it down to my expensive ass kids <laughs> It's all this massive trickle down effect. And then I'm fucking 50, which I am so blessed and excited. I just, if you woke up today and you're alive, we got to focus on that. But I am 50. And so I got hormones and all this other shit that I'm dealing with. And like, even I have access to amazing experts and I don't know where to start. At what point am I just trying to focus on eating healthy and managing my stress and then seeing someone about my hormones? And I don't know if I have the capacity for that. And so I love the fact that you're recognizing. Here's what I got to say to you. I, I, all I can say is I can relate to you. I'm sending you, um, I'm sending you all the vibes. We will figure it out. Um, I love that you're taking a day. I'm a massive fan of take. Sometimes I just got to take the day. You know, the day where you don't have to do anything. You know, those days where you just, you, you, they're very rare, but those days that you just don't have to do anything, nothing for anybody else. Don't have to go anywhere. Don't have to drive anyone. Don't have to do nothing. Just nothing for yourself. You need those. You need those. And then make a plan. Make a plan. But that's my that's my suggestion to you. Is, uh, is I know doing that self reflection is. Look at me. I'm stressed out. So I'm rubbing, rubbing my my eyebrow. But the reality is, what's really exciting for me is I know there is so much I can do in order to really make a difference that I wasn't doing because I was kind of stuck on like there's so many things that I I don't know where to start. And then even this week with our team challenge, I've been more active and I've been talking about this. Like I didn't. I would have told you I don't have the time to go exercise for one hour, let alone somehow finding two hours a day to exercise. I would have been like, there's no way I have time for that. But now that I'm doing it, I'm just like, holy shit, I, I can make the time. And then it also has a massive trickle down effect. Also, our kids and the people in your life, like there's something to be said about like because I used to do all the things. I used to like go hard, go home, do all the things that can be really stressful. So it's not you're not really you're not leading by example when you're doing all of these things and sure you're doing them but all you're doing is teaching your kids for example to stress themselves out you know so sometimes we think that you know we're doing these things and we're you know everyone's like yay you're doing them but really it's just like okay yeah you're doing those okay you know sit down honey um so anyway i'm with you on this so i hope that you uh take that day 
and figure it out and you know you'll you'll get there you'll i know i'm gonna get there it's taking me fucking forever but i'm gonna get there hey there everyone yoga and stretching on the deck by the fire last night who the heck am i yeah this this is what i mean like what kind of life do you want to live what are the things that you need to do to live that life and start doing them now i know that's a lot easier said than done but next thing you know you're going to be doing yoga and stretching by the fireplace rather than downing a whole bottle of wine which is probably what i would have done hi brenda yep lost 200 pounds and my gallbladder yep and of course the 200 came back we were just talking earlier on about gallbladders and how it's the diet industry's dirty little secret hi sharon where are you six months in and in a new decade i have not seen for 35 years okay this is a whole lot so many what let me read that again sorry (laughs) i'm trying to get used to if you're watching me figure out where do i i should put my ipad like right i just don't know where to go anyways i'm 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 move my mic higher so i'm not looking down so much and i've maybe gotta adjust my camera but um Sharing. Good morning. Six months in and in a new decade, I have not seen for 35 years, 35 pounds gone. Not just that, but in the healthiest of ways, physically and mentally. That's where I got to add that on every single time. So many wonderful new habits. Drop the mic. Went from being sedentary to 200 minutes a week moving. This have not missed a live or a post in these three months. All in. So proud to be here. Oh, that's such a huge vibe. That's such a huge vibe. That's such a huge vibe, you, you know, and that's and it's not watching the lives. It's not doing the things. You know what that is? It's for the last six months. You have been prioritizing yourself and try to take in everything you can possibly take in order to make the changes that you need to make. And obviously you're making them. That's what it's about. Like I still read. I, I'm I'm reading. I'm researching. I'm looking into things. I, I feel like I don't know anything about anything still at this point, you know. Um, so many changes in my life I want to make. I love this. That's so inspirational. That is that is so inspirational. Hi, Sharon. Was sharing yesterday that we're doing the Mud Girl Run this weekend. That's so fun. I did that once. <laughs> you only need to do it once. <laughs> you only need to do that once. Sense of accomplishment, for sure. What the fuck was I thinking was a whole other. I remember it was like a cold day. We had us jumping over fires and swimming through cold shit and literally in mud underneath. I also probably would have been like in my 20s, for sure. So that's it's fun when you're in your 20s. <laughs> the thought now... <laughs> No fucking way. Um, No fucking way. But I love this. Okay. Uh, was sharing yesterday that we're doing the mud girl run on the weekend. My, you're going to laugh your ass off. It's going to be amazing. I hope you have the best time. My friend was at her chiropractor and he asked what kind of training we were doing to prepare. She told them our training consists of us making sure we look good with our matching outfits. Yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> This is the kind of shit that We Lost by Gina needs to start sponsoring. Fun shit like this. That That is fun. I'm with you on this one. You know, I, at, this, at this point, if I did it, I wouldn't care if I'm the last person across that finish line. I would find so much sense of accomplishment if I actually, maybe we should put a team together. I don't want to say that out loud because people are going to hold me to that. Um, I would just be, I definitely would be all about the shirt and what I'm wearing. My matching outfit. First of all, I love a good matching outfit. I love to match. If we ever do a, like a Libby loser get together, we all we all have to have matching clothes for sure. Um, I love this. I, 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 you know what? I'm already really proud of you. <laughs> oh, to goodness! You should already be really proud of yourself. Um, already. Oh, I hope you have the best time. Honestly, it is so so super fun. The and the whole vibe of everyone there doing. You're going to see some people who are so hardcore with the whole headbands and wrist warmers and all of that. And then you know, then there's going to be people having fun. So I hope you have the best time. 
Hi, Karen. Good morning. Yesterday, I really felt that I have a fear of eating fat. Yeah, I bet. Even if it's healthy fat, uh, my previous low or no fat diets really messed with me. You and the whole country, the whole world, actually. That's when obesity rates really started to climb was after that low fat, no that low fat, no fat era that's still stuck around. It's just fucked over so many people. Your body needs fat. It's insane. Even if, oh, now I'm on a rant. Um, like the Canada Food Guide. Can we just, the whole, I can't. Um, the Canada Food Guide really irks me because, so yeah, anyway, I'm not going to get into that, but the Canada Food Guide at the time, you know, when I was at my heaviest, had you eaten like 12 servings of grains, 12, 12 servings of grains, 12 of them, and no fat, no fat, very like hardly any protein. I don't even know what that fucking pyramid looked like. Anyway, uh, 20 years later, they finally revamped the thing radically. Oh, well, we only know what we know. We didn't know that then. Yeah, but you were all assholes about telling us to follow it because that was like, that's the standard. You have to follow Canada Food food Guide and like, okay, fuckers. And then 20 years later, you go and radically, you radically change it. And then I worked at the Health Guide for the Health Canada for the Food Guide. Oops. Sorry, Claire. (laughs) Let me tell you how I really feel. It's just, what's what's that word, bureaucracy? I'm not, it's a Friday, bureaucracy. How do you say bureaucracy? Bureaucracy? Bureaucracy. 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 It's like cruciferous. It took me like, took me 19 groups to say cruciferous. Bureaucracy. It's just a bunch of bureaucracy and bullshit. Because they finally revamped the the food guide, and I'm still like, really? This is your revamp? This is this is the revamp of the revamp? This is insane. Anyway, it's, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Um, because everyone's needs are different, and you need fat. Anyway, back to you, Karen. Uh, back to you. Okay. I really felt that I have a fear of eating fat. If Even if it's... Remember when the government or whoever it was told us eggs were bad? And, you know, the whole egg, poor egg. And, or remember the margarine over butter? <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. It's been a long week. I got to finish this up. Um, my previous low or non-fat diets really mess. I mean, this is a serious thing. You, you can really get, you can, this is really serious because you can really get a fear of eating fruit. So many people are feel fear, fearful of eating fruits. So many people are afraid of nuts. Like this is a real thing. Um, even if it's a healthy fat, my previous low or no fat diets really mess with me. I added in half an avocado in my meals yesterday and I drizzled some olive oil on it. I'm realizing more and more myths I believed over the years and I'm learning it's going to take time. It's so worth it. Yes, this so many myths and myth mistruths. You know, um, it, that's what the diet industry is all about. It's like that. It's just so many things. It's like drink a cup of water before you eat and that'll fill you up. So you're not hungry. No, if you drink, a, if you drink water before you ate and you're no longer hungry, chances are you were just thirsty to begin with. Do you know what I mean? Um, and, and, and fats definitely don't make you fat. In fact, if you don't have enough good fat coming in, you can be really reluctant. Uh, your body can be really reluctant to let go of the fat. That makes you fat. There are so many myths and mistruths. It's just a matter of trusting too, right? Just really trusting, trusting your body. Your body's not trying to make you fat. That's a, that's a learned behavior. That's a learned behavior that you think your body's just trying to make you fat because every time you lose weight, you take ownership of gaining it all back and you think your body just hates you, you know, when in reality, it's just like, I'm just over here trying to help you out, you know? Um, what's interesting is I saw you guys follow Dr. Julie. She's a psychologist. She's amazing. Um, but she talked about with anxiety over things that you should do the things like th- not avoid them at all. Avoidance just makes things worse. So practice seeing fat on your plate. Right. And really, you know, what's really interesting. So we're doing we're doing the splitting up the meals and snacks. Right. This for the next couple of days. 
So here's what I suggest. If and when you can, separate the proteins and fats from your carbs. And what you're going to notice is how full you feel, how satisfied you feel on that protein and fat. So it just gives you more kind of sustaining energy and it hits differently, right? And avocado nuts, seeds, that's a lot different than eating a bag of chips or some fried foods. Do you know what I mean? Or French fries or whatever that might be. Well, French fries are more of a carb, but they're really like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Who's there? Carol. Hello, you guys. I'm back from Putacana for my daughter's wedding. Wow, what a week. So much fresh fruits. There we go. And so much food. Had a blast. Yes, I did indulge, but I walked the beach every morning. And again, this morning, I did I did eat the good ice cream because I wanted it and didn't regret it at all. My whole week was so beautiful. Now back to real life. Oh, I love this. It's not real life. That That's your life. That's your life. That's your life. And I love it. I gotta go, everyone. Um... Yeah, I got to go. I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day. We're rolling into the weekend here uh, with the group. If you're following along in the group, which is why I say we have you know millions of people listening to our podcast, but we have a lot of people obviously in the group. So if you're rolling into the group and following us by day, today being day 61, um, we're rolling into the weekend. I hope that you have an amazing weekend. Make a plan for yourself. Make a plan for yourself because we are going to be feeling the crunch of going into the last four weeks of the program and you want to take a look at those weekends and build on that momentum. Doesn't mean that you can't have the ice cream, right? But make a plan for yourself. Um, have an amazing day. Weekends are a great opportunity and time to get caught up on anything you might have missed. We had some great conversations this week, so I hope you have time to check them out. What do we got going on for Science Saturday Post? We are talking about, ooh, Hormones, important to weight loss and digestion, part two. Hormones of hunger and satiety. Oh, this timing is perfect. Of course, I timed it like that, but it's perfect. <laughs> New tweak next week. That's what's exciting. Make sure you pop it in the group. Uh, let us know if you have any questions. Have an amazing day, everyone, and I will see you later. Bye.